Something to note, all myths have many versions and variations. For this episode, we've selected the stories that are most entertaining and supplemented them with additional research into Chinese traditions. Our versions may not be the myth you're familiar with, but we hope you enjoy them. And be warned, today's episode contains depictions of violence against animals, animal death, and discussions of genocide. Please exercise caution for listeners under 13. Night falls, and the first new moon of the lunar year rises into the sky. Across China, fireworks sparkle and shine as families ring in the new year. Each year is but a single part of the cycle, a 12-spoked wheel that has been spinning for millennia, the Chinese zodiac. The Chinese zodiac assigns everyone born in the same year to a particular animal, Many believe this creature's traits are reflected in your personality. You could be mighty as the dragon or smart as the monkey. You might be gentle as the goat or as wild as the tiger. But the zodiac wasn't always the same as it is today. Long ago, the tiger was a creature of little note. Instead, the ferocious lion was third in line in the zodiac. One day, the Jade Emperor, the ruler of heaven, gathered all 12 animals of the Zodiac in his throne room. His normally jovial brow was furrowed with concern. I have heard disturbing rumors coming from the far corners of heaven. Villages in ruins, spirits cowering in their temples, blood staining the clouds, and worst of all, The survivors tell me the culprit is an animal of the Zodiac, one of you. Chaos erupted in the throne room. Dragon leapt into the air, writhing with anger. Ox and rooster froze in shock. Rabbit panicked, running in circles as goat attempted to comfort her. Dog growled, eyeing pig suspiciously. Rat, monkey, and snake argued about who was to blame. One of them? Who could have done such a thing? The whispers died away as Lion stepped forward. Even in the protection of the Jade Emperor's palace, the other animals feared Lion's wrath. Heavenly Grandfather, I'm sorry this has caused you so much distress. But what can I say? They should have stayed out of my way. Lion, I must have peace in my domain. For your actions, you are no longer worthy of heaven. Seize her! The other creatures sprang at Lion, but it was no use. None of them could get a hold of her. She whirled like a dervish, slashing dog and pig with her knife-like claws. Ox charged at her, and Lion dropped to the ground and toppled Ox by sweeping her legs. She moved like a dancer, effortlessly, her blows strategic and devastating. In seconds, she dispatched the entire Zodiac. Anyone else? You sadden me, Lion. Once you were brave and bold, but no longer. Only cruelty fills your heart. 
Oh, forgive me, Heavenly Grandfather, that's funny. You think this is me being cruel? Lion walked calmly up to the Jade Emperor. He felt her hot breath on his cheek as she leaned in to whisper in his ear. I don't need your heaven. Just you wait. I'll show you just how cruel I can be. Welcome to Mythology, a Spotify original from Parcast. Every Tuesday, we present dramatic stories from ancient mythology and explore their origins. I'm your host and narrator, Vanessa Richardson. You can find all episodes of Mythology and all other Spotify originals from Parcast for free on Spotify. Today, we're ringing in the Chinese New Year with tales of the tiger, This story comes to us from a Chinese folktale, recounting how the tiger joined the zodiac and became king of all beasts. Those born in the year of the tiger are thought to share many of the creature's noblest traits. They're confident, courageous, and fiercely independent. But the tiger also struggles with his stubborn nature. He can be rash and thoughtless, emotional, even foolish. And for a creature meant to be a king, giving in to these traits can easily make him lose his crown. Coming up, a battle between two animals begins. This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker. You'll find what you came for here, and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Think you know the Brooks Ghost? Think again. Introducing the all-new, better-than-ever Ghost 16. Now with nitrogen-infused cushioning for lightweight, supreme softness that feels good every step, every street, every single day. So go ahead. Take your daily joyride in the all-new nitrogen-infused Ghost 16. It'll turn your everyday miles into everyday endorphins. Let's run there. Head to brooksrunning.com to learn more. It feels like we're all being told to go on this diet, take that supplement. Ozempic will give you depression, but you know what'll cure that? Weed. Or you could try to balance your hormones. At Science Versus, we're like... What the f*** is going on? Forget the crap online and listen to Science Versus. Just the facts. Oh, and a bunch of stupid jokes. What is a ghost's favorite fruit? Booberries. That's Science VS. New season out on Spotify soon. The tiger is more than just an animal in Chinese folklore. It's also a style of martial arts. Beginning during the Yuan Dynasty in the 13th century, monks at the Shaolin Temple in China developed a new style of Kung Fu. They divided training exercises into categories represented by five animals. The dragon, the crane, the leopard, the snake, and, of course, the tiger. 
The tiger style is all about strength, speed, and forceful attacks. But an important component is internal force, or chi. Some believe that through exercises, students can learn to focus their mental, emotional, and spiritual energy into physical action. A combination of skill, confidence, and effort that leads to incredible feats of power and agility. It's no coincidence that this style is named after the tiger. As a character in Chinese folktales, Tiger is somewhat hard to pin down. In one story, he's a daring hero. In another, he's a man-eating monster. He's a complex character, his most consistent trait being his ability to solve problems through incredible feats of strength. However, according to legend, Tiger himself didn't always know how to fight. Like every young adept who trains in the Shaolin style, he had to seek out a Sifu, a martial arts teacher. The great master he found had many virtues, but patience wasn't one of them. You're late. Kat sat high on a pedestal at the center of the room. Once just an empty cave at the edge of the village, she'd fashioned it into a kwun, a martial arts school. Tiger stood at attention at the foot of the pedestal. Kat licked her soft fur languidly, as if uninterested in his presence. But Tiger knew better. Her tail flicked back and forth with anger. I'm sorry, master, but surely it's no more than a few minutes. Ow! Tiger cried out in pain and clapped his paws to his face. Cat had moved so quickly he hadn't seen her jump. She raked her claws across his nose and leapt back to her pedestal before he knew what was happening. She ignored his moans, turning her attention back to grooming her fur. <sighs> Excuses are like fleas. Everybody has them, but nobody needs them? No, they annoy me. What was so important to keep you from your training? Well, the humans are preparing for a festival. I was on my way, but then I passed the temple, and I caught the scent of boar roasting over the fire. It smelled so delicious that I had to stop, and when nobody was looking, I... I snuck into the temple and took a bite. So you stole from them? Only a piece. A piece of food that was not yours. So what? It's not like they would give me any if I asked. The humans hate me. They run away when I come down from the mountains. I've never hurt anyone, yet they call me a man-eater. It's infuriating. Cat pounced again, this time swiping Tiger's cheek. He roared in anger. I thought we talked about excuses. That's two times now. Practice is over for the day. Instead, you're going to polish the entire training floor by hand. Twice. But... If you wanted to learn, you should have been on time. <sighs> yes, Sifu. <sighs> Tiger's muscles were trembling. He knew Cat was the best fighter of all the animals, which was why he had sought her out as his Sifu. But on days like today, he often questioned whether her so-called training sessions were worth it. He finished polishing the last corner of the floor, then collapsed. Good work. You may rest. 
Master, I've been training with you for a year now. I've mastered every move you've thrown at me, from grasping Sparrow's tail to monkey going up the tree. But I still haven't learned the technique I came here for. Please, Master, I'm ready to learn the cat's claw. The fact that you're asking me tells me you're not ready. Hurry up and change out of your gi. I've got firewood that needs chopping. And after that, you can get started on dinner. I'm feeling, I don't know, soup dumplings? What? No, I'm, I'm tired of this. Of cooking for you, cleaning for you, carrying heavy stones to clear your garden, being your punching bag. Do you know what I think? I think you never had any intention of teaching me what I want to learn. You want to keep me here as your servant forever. Well, I'm glad to know you think so little of me. Perhaps it's been unfair to dangle the cat's claw in front of you like so much tantalizing tuna. I'll make you a deal. If you can steal one of my whiskers, I will teach you what you want to know. Tiger watched Cat warily. He knew he'd spoken out of turn and that this was no doubt a creative way to punish him. But he also knew he had to try. He lunged. Tiger crashed to the ground, exactly where Cat had been just moments before. Cat leaped up to her pedestal and calmly inspected her claws for dirt. Oh. You'll have to try harder than that, young cub. Tiger turned, quick as lightning. He reared up on his hind legs, directing a flurry of punches at Cat. His muscles rippled with each blow. If he could daze her, he could catch her, and the whisker would be his. Ha! You can't run away from my claws, master. But Cat didn't need to. With each blow of Tiger's massive paws, she held up her own, deflecting his arms off to the side. It was like a powerful wave meeting a breakwater. No matter how quickly he moved, Cat was faster. Tiger grew tired, his blows slower and easier to deflect. Cat saw her chance. She exploded forward, her body like a cannonball to his chin, smashing his head upward. He fell to the ground. Ah! I'll get you for that! Tiger noticed the cat was close to a stout wooden beam, one that stretched from the floor of the quoon to the ceiling. Perfect. Tiger ran headlong into the beam, breaking it in half. With a great rumbling, the stones of the ceiling began to rain down directly on top of Cat. Dodge this! But the satisfaction on Tiger's face quickly changed to surprise. Cat sprang upward, leaping from rock to rock, her paws alighting on spaces no larger than the head of a pin. When the last stone fell, she sat atop the pile, nearly eye level with Tiger. Anger burned in her slitted pupils. You want to learn the cat's claw? Cat let her body go loose. Then slowly, she began to sway, shifting her weight side to side like a reed in the wind. Suddenly, she sprang forward, one sharp claw extended, aiming right between Tiger's eyes. She stopped just centimeters short of his skull. Just the tiniest prick on this pressure point, and you'll be paralyzed for life. That's the cat's claw. 
And I say you're not ready. You have raw power, but what you lack is subtlety, precision, and most importantly... She swept her back paw in a low arc, knocking Tiger off his feet. He crashed to the floor. Balance. It is part of everything. The negative yin, the positive yang, the dark of the moon, the light of the sun. Strength without balance is just chaos. Now, get up and clean up this mess. Suddenly, a great uproar came from beyond the Kuhn's entrance. Without a word, Cat and Tiger rushed outside. <laughs> it was chaos. The humans of the village scattered in all directions. Many of the bamboo houses Tiger passed on his way to his lesson lay toppled. He could see the bodies still inside. Animals streamed through the streets, their eyes wild, smashing the humans' carts. As he watched, a great bear burst through a nearby house, sending it crashing to the ground. Head for the temple! We must stop this madness! The village leaders cowered inside the temple. A statue of the Jade Emperor lay shattered on the ground. Tiger's eyes widened at the sight of the beast standing in its place. It was Lion. Hello, little cat. It's been a long time. Not nearly long enough. Sifu, is that who I think it is? Ah, I see you have a new pet student. I'm Lion, your new queen. It seems your master hasn't taught you any manners. It's customary that when you meet your ruler, you bow. A sharp pain bloomed in Tiger's shoulders. He looked over his shoulder to find a large gray horse had her front hooves on his back, her immense weight pressing him forward into the dust. Better. Horse stepped off Tiger's back. Tiger rolled away, coughing. Cut it out, lion. This is not your domain. If not mine, whose domain is it? The humans? <laughs> They've run this realm for too long, carving up our countryside with villages and farms, and we let them. They're weak as newborn kittens, mewling and pitiful. No, this realm deserves a proper ruler, a warrior queen. It's time the humans remembered to fear the wild. Lion flicked her mighty tail, sending a nearby torch crashing to the ground. Flames licked along the debris that covered the courtyard. A wave of fire surged forward, heading straight for the temple, where the humans cowered inside. Tiger, get the humans out of here. I'll take care of Lion. Tiger rushed towards the temple, but the humans wouldn't listen to him. Please. You must go! The whole temple will go up in flames, with you inside! Each time he tried to enter, the humans attacked him, slashing his orange hide with their knives. Rivulets of blood ran down his brow, blinding him. Stop! I'm trying to help you! Please, listen to me! 
Finally, Tiger lowered to all fours, bared his teeth, and roared. The sound was so loud, it shook the rafters of the temple. It worked. The humans fled in fright, just as the temple door burst into flames. Tiger returned from the temple to find the courtyard engulfed in fire. The only spot that remained untouched was the pedestal where the Jade Emperor's statue had sat. Lions stared at him, smiling. She had seen the whole thing. Suddenly, Cat appeared on the pedestal. She and Lion became lost in a blur of black and tawny fur, sharp teeth, and wicked claws. Cat cried out as Lion pinned her with her massive paw. Sifu! The inferno blazed higher and the two broke apart, leaping to opposite ends of the courtyard. It seems we're at a stalemate, little cat. <laughs> Lucky for you. Tiger, I was mistaken. Wild blood runs through your veins. When you're ready to discover true power, come find me at Chitsahau Falls. With that, Lion turned and walked into the smoke. The animals fled into the growing dusk, and Cat and Tiger watched the village they'd fought to save burn to the ground. Coming up, Tiger embraces his nature. Love. It's been the subject of poems, novels, music, and film. It's also been the driving force behind some of the most horrendous crimes in history. Hi, I'm Vanessa Richardson. Join me for season two of Criminal Couples and meet the lovers who took their passion to perilous lengths. Featuring standout episodes from female criminals, serial killers, solved murders, and crimes of passion, this season of Criminal Couples gets to the heart of what makes two turn to a life of murderous crime. Some couples were set off by revenge or greed. Others were fueled by sex and drugs. All acted in the name of love. Discover the darker side of desire in season two of the Spotify original from Parcast, Criminal Couples. Follow for free and tune in every Monday, only on Spotify. This episode is brought to you by Anytime Fitness. Forget dark alleys and cemeteries. For some, the gym is the scariest place of all, but it doesn't have to be. With a personalized plan and expert coaching, Anytime Fitness can help make the gym less frightening. Get more for your gym membership than machines. Get personalized support anytime, anywhere. Visit anytimefitness.com to try it for free today. Terms, conditions, and restrictions apply. See website for details. Now, back to the story. The tiger is a popular figure in Chinese mythology and folktales, and different stories usually explore different aspects of his character. Many times the tiger performs feats of might or bravery, as in the story of how he joined the zodiac. In others, the tiger is a little less trusting of his own strength. The story of the fox and the tiger recounts how, with just a dash of cunning, the fox is able to convince the tiger that he is the more dangerous animal, despite all evidence to the contrary. 
As our tiger will discover, the nature of his kind is much like humans, unique and ever-changing, and even the most vicious of man-eating monsters can become a beloved son. The fire raged for hours, leaving the village a charred ruin. Once the blaze was extinguished, Cat and Tiger retreated to the Quoon. Tiger made tea as Cat licked her wounds. Thank you, Tiger. Hmm, just the thing after a fight, no? What's troubling you, Tiger? I sense it's not just lying. If you saw the way they looked at me in the temple, Sifu, like I was one of those animals rampaging through the streets, like I would hurt them. Human senses are weak. We see things with our ears, with our noses. We feel the gentlest vibration of the ground beneath our paws. Humans only look with their eyes, and even then, their fear clouds their vision. I don't want to hurt the humans the way Lion does. But at the same time, if they fear me so, I can't see why I should try to help them. Tell me, young cop, have you ever heard of the widow and the tiger? No. Is that a proverb? It's a story. I think it's one you can learn much from. Listen closely. Once in a village not far from here, there was an old woman named Chi Hua who lived with her son, a woodcutter named Tang. They were poor, relying only on what Tang made from selling firewood. But they loved each other very much and had a happy life in their simple house. One morning, Tang rose early. Mother, I'm off to the mountain to collect wood. I'll be late tonight, so don't worry. You work too hard. Stay home with me today. I'm making mooncakes for the festival, and I could use a taste tester. Mother, the festival is the reason I must go. If I could, I would dress you in the finest silks and buy you mooncakes every day. As it is, I must gather twice as much wood as normal, so we can celebrate properly tomorrow. Just promise me, you'll be careful. Tang went up the mountain and set to work. But before long, something shifted in the forest. The hairs on the back of his neck stood up as if someone or something were watching him. Hello? Is anybody there? I don't have much to offer, but I do have the dumplings my mother made me. There's no need to hide in the trees. Unfortunately for Tang, his visitor was looking for a different type of lunch. Back in the village, Chi Hua was growing worried about her son. It's nearly dark. Tong should have been home by now. She wrapped herself up in her cloak and set out to find him. The woman hadn't made it far before she found what happened. Tong, my poor boy, what have they done to you? Sitting on the forest path was Tong's shirt and axe covered in blood. 
and in the dirt nearby, the unmistakable footprints of a tiger. Back in the village, Chihua's neighbors tried to comfort her. A group of young men volunteered to hunt down the tiger, but Chihua turned them away. <laughs> what good will a dead tiger bring me? I cannot survive without my son. I don't want vengeance. I want justice. So Chihua turned to the only person who could make things right, the local magistrate. Please, magistrate, in killing my son, the tiger has killed me too. I ask this court to prosecute him as you would any murderer. My son Tang must have justice, and the tiger must be punished for his crimes. The magistrate thought for a long time, stroking his beard. He could not find fault with the request. The tiger was his subject, just as Chihua was. So, he signed a warrant for the tiger's arrest. After weeks of searching, one man came upon the culprit while walking along the mountain. The tiger knelt low to the ground, ready to pounce on him. In desperation, the man held up the warrant signed by the magistrate. He explained that the tiger had doomed Tang's mother to a life of poverty. He must come to the village and answer. For his crimes, to the man's surprise, the tiger nodded its head in understanding. He allowed himself to be led back to the town to be judged in court. The assembled villagers gaped as the tiger was led before the magistrate, speechless in awe, but not Chief Wa. That's him! That's the murderer! Please, magistrate, imprison him! But the magistrate hesitated. She was surprised the tiger had come so willingly to court, so he made the tiger a deal. If he promised to take the place of the son he killed, then he could live free on the mountain. Once again, the tiger bowed low, agreeing to the magistrate's terms. Then he turned. And padded out the door. Foolish magistrate, what have you done? The tiger will flee up the mountain, never to return. There's no justice for a grieving mother. But Chihua was wrong. The next week, a knock came at her door. Lying on her front porch was a freshly slaughtered deer, the unmistakable marks of a tiger's claws at its throat. And so it went. Every week, the tiger came to the woman's door with a gift of berries, or cloth, or freshly killed game. Thanks to her new tiger son, the woman not only survived, but was able to buy herself fine silks and mooncakes from the market, just as her son Tang had promised. The tiger grew so dedicated to Chihua, it even began living in her house. Wrapping itself around her protectively at night, she stroked his soft fur and sang him lullabies, just as she had once done for her own human son. Good night, my son. Like all things, though, Chi Hua and the tiger's relationship had to come to an end. When the widow died, it's said the mountains echoed for weeks 
with the tiger's mournful roars. That tiger, the tea! Tiger was listening so intently, he didn't realize the kettle was boiling again. Sorry, Master. So, what happened to the nodding tiger? Nobody knows. Some say he disappeared back up the mountain and died of his grief. Others say the Jade Emperor appeared to him, thanking him for his nobility, and raised him up to heaven to live among the gods. I get it. <laughs> I get it. I have a responsibility to help the humans, especially if they can't help themselves. You think that's the lesson here? You need to clean your ears more often. The point of the story is you don't have to be what they want you to be. <sighs> it's late. I need my rest, and you could certainly use some beauty sleep. Tomorrow is a new day. Cat curled up in a corner of her coon as Tiger rose to his feet. Just before he left the door, he turned to say goodnight, but Cat was already fast asleep. Sleep well, Sifu. Tiger left the coon and ventured into the forest. He settled into the cave hidden on the mountain's edge where he lived alone. He slept hard, sore from the training, and when he dreamed, he dreamed of fire. The morning dawned bright and brimming with expectation. Tiger rose early, eager to begin his training. He'd thought hard about what Cat had said the night before. He didn't care what the humans thought of him. He'd show them he was their friend. But his mood grew suspicious when he approached the burned village. The doors to Cat's coon were thrown wide open, one of them dangling from its hinges. Tiger rushed inside. Sifu! Cat! Where are you? But Tiger stopped short when he saw it. Cat lay in her normal spot on the pedestal, but her limbs dangled limply over the side, rivulets of blood streaming down the stone dais. No! But it was too late. Cat was long dead. And sitting atop her body was a single tuft of tawny hair. Lion fur! Tears streamed from Tiger's eyes. His paws trembled as he gently lifted Cat and held her close to his chest. Though he was many times her size, she'd never seemed small to him until this moment. Tiger replaced Cat's body on the pedestal. He retrieved stones from the pile of rubble his training had created the day before. He piled them atop her body, building a cairn for his master. Sifu, I won't let your death go unanswered. I will meet your murderer beneath Shitsahau Falls. Coming up, Tiger forges his own path. Now back to the story. Tiger heard the roar of the Great Falls long before he could see it. 
the water of Shitzahau Falls fell more than a hundred feet before splashing into the river below. Beneath the noise, Tiger could hear a cacophony of animal sounds. Wolves howled, owls screeched, an elephant trumpeted. Lion had assembled an army. Tiger turned the corner to see Lion standing above him on a rocky outcropping, water flowing on either side of her. Ah, Tiger. I was wondering when you were coming. I take it you received my message? Murderer! You killed my Sifu, and for what? Daring to stand up to a tyrant? Oh, a tyrant am I? Let's not forget who the real tyrant is here. The Jade Emperor sits in his heavenly palace, watching us from afar. He claims to be your ruler, but what does he do for you? Does he stop the humans from stealing your milk? Does he lift a finger when they exploit your labor? And when they hunt you down for the crime of acting true to your nature, what does he do? I'll tell you what he does. Nothing. I'm the tyrant. <laughs> no, young cub. I am a liberator. This world belongs to the animals, and I will kill every human who gets in our way. I won't let you do this! How disappointing. <laughs> well, say hello to Cat for me, would you? <laughs> Tiger bristled. He hated hearing Cat's name in Lion's mouth. The embers of anger he'd carried in his belly all the way from her grave sparked and flared into flames. Bear, horse, it seems Tiger needs some help finding heaven. Escort him there, would you? Two massive animals stepped out from the shadow of the falls. Bear, huge and black, stood on his hind legs. A white crescent moon curved like a smile across his chest, mocking him. Horse, dappled and gray, stamped impatiently. Tiger-eyed bear's sharp claws and horse's powerful flanks. Save for lion, these might be the strongest of all the animals. Tiger lowered his head, aimed for bear, and charged. He'd barely made it a foot before he hit the ground. He'd gone for what he thought was the bigger threat, but in focusing on bear, he'd taken his eyes off horse. He didn't see her hoof until it connected with his head. This time, Tiger proceeded more cautiously. He sprang towards horse, keeping an eye out for Bear on the other side of the clearing. She backed away, whinnying. Tiger rolled forward, ducking between horse's legs. He reached up to attack her belly, but did not have time before horse's next attack. She stomped down at him, narrowly avoiding his skull. He rolled back and forth, avoiding each deadly hoof as it struck. Is that the best you can... Ah! 
Suddenly, Strong Jaws seized Tiger's tail and pulled him backward. He'd forgotten about Bear. Paws off! Tiger kicked with his hind legs. Catching Bear beneath the jaw, he broke free of Bear's grip and rolled to the far edge of the clearing. Two at a time is hardly fair, but I get it if you're afraid to take me one-on-one. Tiger breathed heavily, every move of his crushed tail sending a wave of agony up his spine. He needed a plan. He tried to think. What would Sifu tell him? Strength without balance is just chaos. Tiger closed his eyes, blocking out the jeering animal's lion's cruel grin. He focused on his breath, a deep inhale and a steady exhale. He could hear the scraping of horses' hooves, the heavy breaths of bear. He could feel their weight shifting, sending vibrations through the ground. He concentrated on Bear's strength, horse's speed, the convergence of the two. Balance. Tiger opened his eyes. He was ready. With a roar, he dashed toward Bear. His opponent squared off, ready to meet him, claws raised. Horse raced towards him, moving to cut him off from the side, just as Tiger planned. Just before all three met, Tiger suddenly changed directions. He sunk his claws into Horse's neck, using her momentum to swing around and up onto her back. I'm getting tired of this dance. Hope you don't mind if we try a new direction. Tiger tugged on Horse's mane, sending her galloping straight for Bear. He leapt off. Horse tried to slow herself, but it was too late. She was going too fast. Horse caught Bear at full speed, sending them both tumbling over the edge of the clearing and down into the river below. I said I won't let you do this! Call the animals off! You think you've won, don't you? (laughs) You've bested a flea-bitten nag and brainless brute. Let's see how long you last in a real fight. Lion turned, glanced quickly over her shoulder at Tiger, and leapt directly into the waterfall. Poor, frightened little kitten. Follow me if you dare. Tiger rushed to the edge of the clearing where an outcropping overlooked the falls. Tiger closed his eyes, took a breath, and jumped. He was braced to feel nothing but cold currents, but to his surprise, his paws found solid rock on the other side. He opened his eyes. He was standing on a wide stone platform, hidden by the falls. Water cascaded down from every direction, limiting his vision. He couldn't see Lion, but he could hear her. 
<laughs> there are gaps in your knowledge, Tiger. You're a strong fighter, but your master withheld much from you. Don't talk about my master! Lion's voice came from his right. Tiger lunged for the wall of water, but his claws came up empty. She told you you were too rash and unpredictable, didn't she? But I know the truth. You're too strong. She was scared of your power. You're wrong! Tiger lunged again, this time to his left. Again, his claws cut through nothing but water. I could teach you everything you want to know. I can see your thirst for knowledge, for power, your hatred of humans. I know what you want. Tiger lunged after Lion's voice a third time, and a third time came up empty-handed. I know what I saw at the temple. That is your true face. I was helping them! But Tiger didn't know if that was true. He remembered the people in the temple, the rage he felt towards them, the way he roared at them. (laughs) Tiger was so fixated on his memory of the temple, he almost didn't hear Lion coming up behind him. He leaped out of the way, just as she crashed through the falling water behind him. Her wickedly sharp claws raked against his hindquarters, nicking his injured tail. Calm down. Strength without balance is just chaos. Strength without balance is just chaos. As he had in the clearing, Tiger closed his eyes and concentrated. He sensed a presence stalking him from behind the falls. When she sprang, he opened his eyes. Tiger raised his paw, extending one sharp claw. Just as Cat had shown him, he held it delicately, letting his body sway like a reed in the wind. And as Lion barreled towards him, he pushed his paw forward, Claw striking the exact center of her forehead. The cat's claw did its work. With all the gentle delicacy of a mother's kiss, he'd hit Lion right in the center of a pressure point, paralyzing her. Lion collapsed to the stone, unmoving. Her eyes flicked back and forth in fury. I am not like you, Lion. I'm better. Lion could only whimper. When the Jade Emperor heard of Tiger's deeds, he applauded Tiger's strength and bravery. But most of all, he praised Tiger's dedication to keeping the world and his own emotions in balance. Tiger. I'll give you three markings, one each for besting bear, horse, and lion. Now and forever, those who look upon you will know your power. 
tiger bowed and allowed the Jade Emperor to make three black marks across his forehead. Thanks to you, Lion is no longer a threat. She's been sent to Diyu, where the ten magistrates of the underworld will judge her for her crimes. With any luck, we won't see her for at least another millennia. This leaves us with a vacancy, and I think the perfect candidate to fill it. Tiger, I grant you the role of third in my zodiac, between deliberate ox and kind-hearted rabbit. Unlike Lion, Tiger wielded his zodiac power with kindness, humility, and justice. Future great deeds would earn him more stripes from the Jade Emperor, including a vertical one on his head. All who looked on Tiger saw these markings and knew it meant that he was a king. While no two tigers have the same stripes, the big cats do share similar markings on their foreheads, horizontal stripes crossed by a single vertical one. In Mandarin Chinese, this is the character for Wang, which literally means king. Because of their unique markings, tigers are often associated with power and royalty, and considered king of the beasts. This year, China is celebrating the Year of the Tiger on February 1st, so make sure to hand out your red envelopes, stock up on fireworks, and hail to the king. Thanks again for tuning in to Mythology. You can find more episodes of Mythology and all other Spotify originals from Parcast for free on Spotify. We'll be back next week with another epic story. Mythology is a Spotify original from Parcast. Executive producers include Max and Ron Cutler. Sound design by Brian Golub, with production assistance by Ron Shapiro, Trent Williamson, Carly Madden, and Freddie Beckley. This episode of Mythology was written by Molly Quinlan, with writing assistance by Robert Teamstra and Andrew Kelleher, fact-checking by Bennett Logan, and research by Adriana Gomez. The amazing cast of voice actors includes Brian Kim, Drew Lawn, Kim Lin Tran, and Jen Wong. I'm Vanessa Richardson. It's been said that love is a many-splendored thing. That is, until it's not. In season two of Criminal Couples, discover true stories of couples who turned their love lives into a life of crime. Lies and deceit are just the beginning. Follow the Spotify original from Parcast, Criminal Couples. Catch new episodes every Monday, free and only on Spotify. Spotify.